Welcome back to News and Brews, Columbus Business First weekly podcast where we drink beer, a beer, and uh, discuss other beers <laughs> in news. I am Dan Eaton. Joining me today are Emily Bench, Doug Buchanan, Nick Fortini, and Mark Summerson. Today, in honor of the upcoming Columbus Craft Beer Week, I picked 6-1 Pour, which <laughs> is the collaboration beer made, uh, it's a beer made annually. They change it every year, but this is this year's version uh, of the collaboration beer from the Columbus Craft Brewers. So, explain that. Can we open it first? <laughs> <gasps> yeah, mine. Emily. Oh. Dang it. Oh, boy. We have a foamy one. Party foul. <laughs> I don't think that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> we try to shake one can. Yeah. Got you it all you got my the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you see. <laughs> Man. It looks like a dark grapefruit juice. It smells like grapefruit juice. Does it does it? smell like grapefruit juice, but it's actually lime. Wow, look at that. That is an interesting color. That is a dishwater brown. Once again, a perfect discussion for a podcast. Uh, but, um, <laughs> the color. Yeah. We'll uh, post an image. Ugh, now I smell like it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Boy, that is... That is Very easy. easy. That, is, that looks like dirty, dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> Smells yeah. great. It does. Very citrusy. Wow. I don't taste the lime as much as I actually taste grapefruit. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm fooled. This literally doesn't citrus. look like beer. It, it does not like look juice. like beer at all. It does. It looks like a dark, funky juice. Well, uh, unlike, uh, what was that beer from a few weeks ago? There doesn't appear to be any chunks yeah, uh, or chunks detritus. Or well, if uh, there are, you wouldn't be able to see them <laughs> because it's a very <laughs> thick pour. Yeah. So do we know exactly what's in this? It, it, well, I do know it's a, it's a hazy IPA brewed. The hop varieties are what I'm not recalling offhand, but I'm sure if uh, someone looks it up, uh, they might be able to find it. Well, um, yes, I'm. <laughs> well, it says it's it. hazy IPA with key lime, so yes. it's specifically key key limes added to it, and it was oh, also brewed with a a very popular uh, yeast uh, these days called from Norway called Kvek, I think it's Kvek. Kvek. Uh, Kvek. Kvek. Maybe Quack. I'm Maybe. not sure I'm pronouncing it right. It's like <laughs> That's K- what a K- Norwegian duck says. K K Z I E K. I believe. Do you know what that word means in in Norwegian? Yeast <laughs> is not quack. It does mean yeast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. nice. Not quack. So it is redundant to say Quebec <laughs> yeast. Yeah, You're saying okay. yeast yeast. I got this all over my hand when I opened sticky. it. It's super sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't taste the key lime at all. Am I, am I alone in that, or is it? Um, I, 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 I taste. I, I kind of do. I, um, snap, look like that. Now that I know it's lime, I, it. I definitely taste a citrus. Yeah, I mean, I can see lime. My, I'm sure everyone loves to hear me going. <laughs> yeah, that's where I tasted it though. Doing that at the last taste. And what it's exactly? like if you were to put if you were to put a lime or a lemon and just suck on it, that's what it feels like. I just don't. I just taste grapefruit. Like I was going to say, I, I, I don't know that I'm sophisticated enough to tell the difference between, say, general lime right. and a key lime. <laughs> right. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely uh, citrusy. Yep, for yeah, sure. There's definitely very citrusy. That's good. By the way, what is a key lime? That's what goes in the pie. Baby lime. Yeah. Baby limes. Are you serious? Yeah, tiny ones. Oh, I did These not know are, that. And they go into key lime pie, which is yellow, not green. So they're small yeah. limes. Mm-hmm. They're not like 
premature lines. But it's a, it's a it's a type of line though okay. as well. They are yeah. they are like naturally smaller. They're kind of round. They're almost it's more like a ball. They're not adults yet. Yes. Okay. You know what a key ingredient in key lime pie is? Key lime. Besides key lime, <laughs> meringue. No sugar. Graham cracker crust. Condensed milk. <laughs> What? In in authentic key lime pie, <laughs> you have like to use you have to yeah. use condensed milk. That makes sense. Oh. I feel like we've talked about pies multiple <laughs> times. I guess hey, Eleanor's really missing out. I speaking think, of pies, I think Eleanor and have. New Albany. <laughs> yes, yes, right. We have news. <laughs> Let's segue into the news segment. Well, before I, just, I have a oh couple questions so about six one four. Yes, go ahead. And when you say it's a collaboration, how many? Breweries are we talking about? And then which, what do they actually... How, how does it work? Yeah, and who yeah, directs, and who directs the production? So, um, uh, I believe this is, or, this is organized by uh, the Ohio Craft Brewers, I think, are, are behind the, the organization. And from how I understand it, this is the third or fourth year, maybe fifth even, that, that they've all kind of come together to do a beer. The collaboration mostly is in the thought process, I believe. Mm. that the, there, The survey goes out, and they decide what beer they're going to do, what ingredients they're going to use, how they're going to do it, where they're going to do it. They they brewed in pat in the past at North High and at Columbus Brewing. This year they did it at Seven Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day when they have the the mash in the start of the start of the brew process is usually an excuse for the brewers to all gather at one place on. It's usually a Friday morning at like ten eleven in the morning. Oh and wow! Enjoy a beer or two and celebrate the industry. So uh, I think some physically help out with it, though. I'm I'm betting the bulk of the uh, the labor tends to fall on whatever brewery has has, mm-hmm. has volunteered sure. to brew it. So the ingredients are gathered by that brewery. They really do put yeah. together, but it's the collaborative idea. And yeah, spirit. well, I, I think I think the other you know I, I'm sure there is some shared cost of getting acquiring uh, yeah, the ingredients sure. the breweries may have some on hand and they say hey sure. we have this and someone but else says, like hey we have that pour something in and walks away and then right no 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 not not exactly not that clear <laughs> yeah and this is on May 18th, is that what I'm seeing? So Columbus Craft Beer Week starts May 17th, okay. uh, this upcoming, this Friday. Okay. And their big event tied to that is the 614 Beer Festival, Okay. which uh, which is Saturday, May And where is that held? It is at Coside this year. It's been at Huntington Park in a, in a yes, couple of I years prior that. to that. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking of, okay. I'm sorry, I just, I don't like it. <laughs> I tried. Okay. I tried. Thank you for attending the podcast. I I can't. She's I just, out. What is it? It's, the, I don't like IPA. I think this is oh, okay. A, there has overall. been a few that we've tried that I don't that mm-hmm. are fine, but overall, I just I don't like them. Yeah. Something about the bitterness of them yeah. gets me. Well, that and if you if you got grapefruit but, too, which right. is the hops mm. and the, you don't mm. taste grapefruit, Doug. No, I don't taste the. I don't think this is overly bitter, just because of the, the citrusy citrus. added to it. Yeah, it's it's very citrusy to me, yeah. and it's it's again it's really it's really hazy. So what, mm-hmm. I, I know we've talked about this, yes. but what makes it hazy? Um, they they it's it's a combination of the amount of hops put in it, sort of make it. They both give it give it a, a very what's now become a very specific type of flavor, which is very fruit fruit mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. But they also don't filter it. That's why you get this kind of dirty dishwater. Uh, look. What's the juice? What's juicy mean? If it's oh like juicy, juicy, just um, you know when 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 people say that, at least how I use it and how I how how I understand others use it, it's more like fruit flavors. Okay. You know, like grapefruit. So would this be uh, considered mango. juicy? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. This would be pretty juicy. So this festival has fifty craft breweries. 
That's crazy. I'm here in Columbus. Total. By individual businesses, probably my guess is a little under fifty. By facilities, it's over. It's over. So 50. is six one four strictly Central Ohio brewers? No, there's some brewers from around the state that come so to that okay. too. And in and in Columbus Craft Beer Week, though though a lot of the events are at the craft brewers and at restaurants, there are a lot of events for brewers that are or for beers that are from elsewhere in the state and even from from elsewhere around um, around the country. It's always a good excuse for bars around town some of the good beer bars will get access to some really good beers that yeah. you don't normally get from other places and, and oh, host nice. events through the week there used to be i went to a beer festival years and years and years ago it may have been one of the first it was at the convention center way back in the day probably a summer beer fest or a winter beer fest uh, yes it's going to be remember those are different though right that's not what we're talking about here is it that's not what this is but to an extent beer 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 festivals are beer festival, so it's not a ton of variety. Yeah. There was no food, but they were selling... Um, oh, the necklaces? The necklaces made out of pretzels. Yeah. Mm. People yeah. were just eating... I'm so describe that. describe <laughs> our our festival. Uh, what's the scene like? What, what, uh, what would an attendee expect to... At 614? Yeah. I, this is where I confess that I've never gone <gasps> to one of the previous 614s. Sorry, Mary. But I mean, I would imagine you got fifty brewers there, so they're going to be spread out. Um, everyone has their their own little table and setup. They've all pro- they all probably have, I would guess, two to four beers on tap. Uh, typically, with a festival, you'll see uh, some of the, the their core beers, but it's also an excuse to bring out something special. So you might see see casks of you know some infused ale or some sort of interesting creation. I will admit I've never been to the actual day of uh, of this, but. You know, the, they have those programs that they print. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's stuff every single day all over the city. Uh, and so I've cherry-picked, you know, different events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, kind of like that. Because I've been to those beer festivals before, and they can be... Uh, A drunken mess. Okay, I wasn't going to go quite straight there, but... <laughs> so I have some not beer-specific news, but alcohol-related okay, news. Okay, go right ahead. I'm doing a story about how Columbus markets itself to outside travelers, and I went on a... It was basically just a drinking tour because we went to brewery, but we also went to a meadery, mm-hmm. a distillery, mm. and... You got samples each each yeah. place? Yeah. yeah t- tell us about tell yeah. us about some of the some of the stops you made. So first we stopped. This was interesting. We stopped at Pistachio Vera because they have c- cocktail inspired coffee drinks. Hmm. I did not know that. Yes, in German just, Village, right? Yep. They okay. just started this new menu where yeah they're inspired by cocktails. So I tried this iced tea that was inspired by a gin and tonic, and it was amazing. Mm. It was so good. Okay. But there was um, no alcohol. No, but that was just the first stop because it was like 11 a.m. So you got to pace right. yourself, yeah. right? So then we went. <laughs> Wait to, till noon. Yeah, I mean, right. For goodness sakes. And then we got to Antiques on High, and oh, that's boy. where things started to go downhill because there was like just a lot. <laughs> there was just a lot of different cocktails. I find like, that as well whenever <laughs> I go to Antiques on High. There was just so many different ones, and the the world's most innovative bartender award. It's a worldwide award. The first women winner of it is from Columbus. Her name's Annie. Pierce Williams, and she's going to be in my cover story. And so she made us a couple cocktails. She doesn't work at Antiques on High. She's actually opening her own bar soon. But in Columbus. Yeah, but she just stopped there to make us some cocktails at the tour. So we tried some sour beers at Antiques Mm -hmm. on High, because that's what they're known for. They were great. And then, yeah, we had this, it was a 
cold beer inspired cocktail with tonic water. It, it sounds weird, but yeah. I'm not kidding. It was probably one of the best cocktails I've ever had. Really? Okay. And yeah. this bartender made it for you? Yes, she did. Okay. And she was awesome. She's really cool. Did you get to ask for things or she just No, decided? they all just had pre, okay. pre-made stuff, but they make it in front of you. And so then I had a beer at Rock Mill, which was good. And then we went to a meadery, which I don't like mead. It's very sweet. <laughs> we went to Brothers Drake. <laughs> Which was interesting to go through and see how they make it and everything. Yeah. But it was... Which is the sweet. meadery, right? Are there other meaderies? There, um, there's another one uh, called Overworks that opened in the last year. Okay. You can't mm-hmm. just have one meadery in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... Like, we were all sipping this probably like this size, right? And we were like, oh, what? what is the... Um, ABV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, 16%. Oh and I said, goodness. what? <laughs> <laughs> so we went there, and then we went to Middle West Spirits. And by that point, what it was just... What time of day is this at this point? Three o'clock. <laughs> and then we tried vodka and whiskey and mixing all the different kinds. Like, they're giving us shots. Like, this is... It was oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. So... Wow. I brought a giant thing of water with me. And That's a good smart. idea. But it still got back to the office, and I was like... You, your eyes don't <laughs> seem like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, i got to get this stuff done. So anyways, long story short, you can read all about that experience mm-hmm. in my upcoming but, coverage. Yeah. But I have one other question for you. Yeah. So why did Experience Columbus do a tour like that? What was that? So Columbus mm-hmm. apparently... I mean, I hear it all the time, especially mm-hmm. with Dan being one of my colleagues, just has a great... Not only craft brew scene, but also distillery scene is mm-hmm. something that's yeah. been gaining a lot of traction in Columbus. And so yeah. they want to, the whole point of the the convention that lasted over a whole week is to show off kind of the crown jewels of Columbus, what makes Columbus unique, why you should come visit it. And I don't want to say the drinking scene, but like the alcohol, like distilleries. Mm-hmm. And it's part of crowd. But it's yeah. part of tourism. Like yes, when you're, when sure. you're it's a huge part. out and of town for fun or for And work. the people who were in town were the uh, Association of Travel Writers, yes. uh, American Association of Travel Writers, yep. something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all different writers for publications around the country. And so many of them were so shocked at just everything about Columbus, but especially. We were at Antiques on High, and we were on one of the that rooftop bar mm-hmm. they have up there. Oh, yeah. And someone from Oakland was like, "We never, we don't have any of these kind of things here." And I was like, "Oakland, California, and it's just the rent is so expensive. Yeah. There's really yeah. nothing down there." So, mm-hmm. right, good point. It was very interesting. So. Did you have to overly edit that particular yeah. story? <laughs> so that's what I was a little worried about. No, it's good. I don't, I don't mention. <laughs> it was Kerouac esque, just stream of consciousness <laughs> no, writing no, no, at no, that no. point. It was more just like I talked a little about Annie and and everything else. So don't worry. I was thinking more <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson. We, uh, yeah. we were five bars into the day. <laughs> it's funny. Did we have yeah. this conversation we this did. morning? Literally just this I morning. I read her the the. Uh, the opening line of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. said, this is your scene. So. Yeah. The bats. I tried, but it's it much cleaner than that. Don't worry. <laughs> Good, <not> okay. <laughs> we'll see if it works. <laughs> Joni is stuck on the bus. We may never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> so that wow. might be the first time I've ever had beer-related news to share on That's the podcast. Good. Nice yeah. show. Here we Fantastic. Go. In, in other beer-related news, uh, another event that coincides with the start of Columbus Craft Beer Week is the launch of the Columbus Ale Trail. Uh, the relaunch, I should say. This is the fifth, uh, the fifth volume coming up. Kicks off during the same week as Columbus Craft Beer Week. This year, I believe... There are 46, 46 stops, yeah, yeah. if I'm pulling the number from the top yep. of my head. Nine of those are new yep. uh, that have not been on there before. There have been a few 
that disappeared in the past year, four-string actual. Uh, the Ram is not on it this year, even though they do have a Dublin location. The Dublin location is still open, but they opted not to be in it. We also had another news story this week about Kindred Brewing, which still has its own beer, but is not currently making its own mm-hmm. beer. Uh, they say they are transitioning to a smaller production system. They had opened it as a production brewery, distributing cans out to grocery stores and other places, but have decided to cut back over the last few months. So they are actually not on the trail, though they are still open as a bar, and uh, they do still have some of their own beer, although they are not actively making uh, any new beer at this time. What I found interesting about that story mm-hmm. is that they've had several iterations of their name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In just weird. three years, they've they 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 opened as Kindred Artisan Ales, mm-hmm. uh, and then shifted to Kindred Brewing. They were Kindred Beer at one point. So some of this, some of these were formal changes. Some of them were more, you know, just their online presence, which is now. If you look up on Facebook, if you look up uh, Kindred, it comes up as Kindred Pub. So they yeah. they've changed their name a few times over the years. It just can't seem to have. Find a footing. I think it's amazing that just five years ago when it started, there were only 20 stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 stamps to finish. And yeah. now 46. And you've pointed out, Doug, you've got to be a real like hardcore beer trail person to get to every one of them because yeah. of just where it's they all daunting, are. It's is it not? Well, it stretches uh, all the way out into Licking County mm-hmm. and Delaware uh, County. Delaware County. You have to finish it in a year or something? Yeah, we have one yeah, year. Yeah. And can, I mean, 46 stamps. So, like, every weekend, you yeah. really better mm-hmm. be out there getting stamps. Yeah. Um, and well, uh, hire a driver. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's true. Like it's it's sprawling, but at the same time, there are some nice clusters. There are three or four places right in Delaware now. Like three, literally right in downtown Delaware. So that's that's kind of a you know a few hour stop. Mm -hmm. The Licking County area has. I think seven or eight stops. There's even a couple breweries that that are in the county that aren't on the trail. So there's okay. even more out there. Wow. But when does it become too much on an ale trail? Uh, I don't know. They're pro- they've probably asked themselves that question, <laughs> and will will continue to ask themselves. Well, that I mean, it was interesting because two years ago, well, yeah, two mm-hmm. years ago now mm-hmm. was what was the big year when yeah. 2,400 people finished. Yeah, and then last year that dropped to 600. I want to yeah, say 600 doing the whole um, thing. Yeah. You know, what's I, the commitment of the the brewery? Um, the bre- the brewers pay. I don't know how much, but the brewers that are on the trail pay to be pay to be part of it. So okay. that plus the the sponsors is what funds. Um, the the prizes yeah. a couple years ago the reason you know pretty pretty obviously why it was so popular was they had an amazing gift which was if you finished all the stops you got this custom uh, flight board with these five uh, wonderful tasting tasting glasses yeah. that said Columbus Ale now Trail. you get a sticker and everyone was excited <laughs> about it so so last year you got a pennant you got a yeah. keychain yeah. Um, you always get a glass if you finish four you always get a glass yeah. and the redemptions on those are still up in the in the th- sure. in over a thousand you know, a year of mm-hmm. people that at least go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the brewers seem to think it's 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 uh, it's still a worthy program. I mean, I, I didn't do the math this year, but in past, you know, if you imagine, you know, 600 people finished it. So 600 people went to all 40, was it 41, 42 last year? Yeah, something you know, like 42 stops. And if you say they spent at least five bucks, you know, they, realistically, realistically some, sometimes more, they yeah. probably spent more. Yeah. 
um, or they had friends with them who maybe didn't finish the trail, but even the, the people that yeah. just finished, you know, if you give them five bucks a beer, it's 600 people that spent. So is yeah. the rule you, know. you get a stamp when you buy a beer, or do they stamp it when you walk in? No, you should, uh, I would say that you should buy something. <laughs> sure, I mean, that's the I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure corners, there's some, though. I'm yeah. sure there's some people that, that, that just want credit well, for showing up. I, but. I mean, because every year it seems like there are people that, like, literally after that first weekend or mm-hmm. first week have finished, it, right? I mean, like, yeah, the t- first, the first two, the first two or three years. Okay, there was one year I don't think that anyone could finish it in a weekend because one of the places was not open. It actually might have been Kindred. Might okay. have been two years ago. I could be wrong about that. Damn you, Kendrick. But I know. Um, but, but yeah, the first two years, there were definitely people that finished it in one weekend. They set out, they started crazy. on a Friday and <laughs> spent their entire weekend. Can you imagine that? Going to brew. I guess if you yeah, when it. I was in college, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can't do it. And actually, this year, you can't do it because one of the breweries is not open yet. It's supposed to be open at the end of May, but they are in the book. That's, oh. outer, that's Outer Belt Brewing down just outside of... Lancaster, just north oh, of Lancaster. Okay. So We've be written a about them group before. Of people waiting outside their door. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. opening yeah. weekend. Yeah. I hope filled. they're prepared. Bang on the door. So, so okay. Outer Belt has been up and operating for a few months, but they don't have their public taps uh, tap room space okay. open yet. But they're in the book. But so was they it are just like yet. they wanted to see how fast they could get it done? It's not like you get a bigger prize if you get done no. earlier. You know, <laughs> you know, people are weird and competitive. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be my answer to that. <laughs> that is true. Because I think it would be. Stressful, like yeah. I don't even and think I'd enjoy it. Yeah, that's a, yeah, everything would start to taste the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, to your point, Mark, I you know, if those people are drinking at least one beer at every one of those stops, I would certainly hope that they have a driver or they're Ubering around or you know, or something to that effect, or they're just walking in and saying, Give me the stamp, and uh, or they're or, walking, or, yeah, that's a good exercise. Yeah. I'm saying, there was the, the, <laughs> second the, <laughs> and, and the, the second year of the trail, I did I think it was eight or nine stops in one day, but I walked like I was living in See? the Grandview area and I basically walked. Oh, okay. Did some of the Grandview stops, walked downtown, did wow. all the sort of central stops, wow. and then worked my way home. So it was a, a long day, but I had a lot of breaks in between. Mm-hmm. And you were walk. refreshed over and over again. And I was still pretty yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've noticed that um, nobody's finished their beer yet. Someone can finish mine if they will. <laughs> I'm not a, I, I really don't want to waste it. It's funny. The, right. the more I drink of this one, the less I like. Oh, I, I, it's growing on me. I'm getting a weird aftertaste. Oh. I'm, not, it's, I'm it's, not saying I would buy it again. It's like sucking on a lime. Yeah. It's yeah. got a little bit of an acidic. I get. It, I almost feel like not. it's not giving me heartburn, but the aftertaste yes. is a little kind of heartburn. Right in the back of my <laughs> I, I, I really you know. taste the lime as yeah. I get towards the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think, Emily, uh, instead of this one, you should plan on Friday, May 17th, going to Schmidt's. Because they're going to have uh, the debut of Schmidt's Peanut Butter Fudge Puff Beer. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds better, doesn't it? That does sound way better. Uh, what is it? Is it a stout or a porter? or? It's a puff beer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They don't go into too much more detail than that. Is, is it platform? platform? Yeah, it's right. platform. Oh, so That's cereal. Great. They're using peanut butter puffs. Cereal? No, no, I don't. Schmitz. I don't think so. The, the oh, like the yeah. oh. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was. Yeah, with the are, you even, are you even from Columbus? <laughs> <laughs> My cute little grandpa. The only place he ever, he hates driving downtown because he lives in Westerville. The only place he drives is to meet his friend who lives in Grove City. 
named me at Schmidt's for a little cream puff there you every go. week. Oh. I have never that. stepped foot inside of Schmidt's really? in my what? life. Oh You're my missing Lord. out. I and know. That's what I hear. Every time I've ever eaten at Schmidt's, I have come out feeling awful about me too. <laughs> me too. And it's not. It's it's the it's the overeating. It's, it's, over it's like I love the food. This I have had hot. their food yeah. from their truck. You've yeah. had their schnitzel. Yeah, and I, their Bronson. Yep. Yeah. I get. I do the Autobahn. I've just never been to the physical. Didn't have no tr- driven by it. Dude, that's mm-hmm. how I am with canes. Like they I walk out of raising canes and I hate with myself. Yeah. German meat. Any other food or beer thoughts? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> going once. Yeah. All right. Final final thoughts on the beer. We'll go around the table. Marcus. Uh, n- Marcus. Not, not a fan. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, like many beers, I, I'm glad I had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably exactly. wouldn't order it. But really? you know, you finished it. Yeah, I, it was good. Still? I like beer. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't order it. I wouldn't say, I "Oh yeah, we got to get yeah. one of these yeah. six one pours." I wouldn't. That guy did finish mine. Uh, unlike Emily, who hasn't has barely touched hers. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I'm not going to be ordering it at Beer Fest or buying mm-hmm. it at Giant Eagle. Yeah, I'm a pass. That's a no for me. <laughs> uh, uh, it's fine. <laughs> that, that after, the, the the kind of burning aftertaste is a little is a little much for me. I will admit that. Do you think they picked this because it's like a trendy thing? Yeah, yeah, I think they did. You know, cool. Best intentions. Yeah. Not sure if it works. <laughs> if there's nothing else, we will sign off this week's edition of News and Bruce. Thanks for listening, and come back next week for more news and more Bruce. Thanks. <laughs>